0: And when I started looking at the data, I was like, holy cow. For the first time in my professional life, I'm going to be the majority. There's no way, I thought, that any industry, any company can hire or sell or thrive without Latinos. There's no way a politician can win without these communities. Whomever is doing the marketing for Latinos is doing everything possible to hide our attributes, hide our data, hide our values, hardworking, aspirational. How do we move perception and representation? That's big enough. Let's actually agree on that so that we can have the goal of having Hispanics being seen, heard, and valued. Imagine Hispanic Heritage Month can really be as big as Pride meets Halloween.
1: Welcome to Loud and Clear, the podcast for those who give a shit about advertising. This podcast is produced by Dallas, Texas based ad agency, Lerma. I am your host, Francisco Cárdenas and on production we have Rolf Ruiz. We have an amazing guest today that will definitely challenge us as marketers and ad men and women to do better. She pushes us to rethink our priorities, to deliver results for brands, but by putting consumers and people first. She is Claudia Romo Edelman. For most, she needs no introduction. But if for some reason you've been distracted and have not heard about her, Claudia is a Hispanic leader that carries the voice of Hispanics and Latinos in the U.S. by representing them, but most importantly, empowering them and bringing out their best of what they can give. She is words, but she's also action, and a lot of it. She is the founder of We Are All Human and the Hispanic Star among other initiatives that trigger change for good. Claudia, welcome, and let me start by saying I have a I have a daughter growing up in the U.S. and I want to thank you for empowering women, Hispanics, and minorities across the country. There is no better gift I, I believe than than one that says you can and you should. So and we thank will. you for being here.
0: And we will. Thank you so much. That's a very generous introduction. And, but I do think that at the end of the day, this is a time that there's like no other time. This is a time in which we have an opportunity to be part of history, to change history and to change it fast so that your daughter or my daughter don't have to actually live with the, with, with the, with the destiny that they are faced with today, with making 50% of the salary of actually being seen. You know, like as or having their Latinidad being an obstacle to their future. On the contrary, I think that we have an opportunity and I'm that's why I'm super optimistic and even a positive about about changing the future so that it is not because despite of being Latinos that we are thriving, but because we are Latinos, that we have progress in our careers and that people will want to attract us more as employees and consumers and as a community.
1: So Claudia, what, what are you trying to do in the big sense? So, so what is what is your, your master plan when you started this? What's your vision?
0: It's pretty much about like all how do we highlight the progress of Latinos? How do we highlight the fact that, that we're incredible contributors to the country and have been forever. So my game plan, I think it's called unification in order to advance perception and representation for the Hispanic community in America as a way to understanding that Hispanic progress is American progress. So what we're trying to do, all of us together, I think, it is advancing the country by advancing one of the most important driving forces in America and bring them out of the shadows.
1: You come from the agency world, no?
0: Uh, no, as a fact, you know, like I, my, my background, I'm a marketer. I'm a marketer yes. and a brand builder, but I never worked in a, in the advertising world. I always work with the advertising world. As a fact, one of my closest allies in the 29 years by now of working in marketing for social causes. I had the privilege of, of being supported my entire career, whether it was at UNICEF or at the United Nations, the UN Refugee Agency, the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, Mal area on on making sure that we create master plans and campaigns to mobilize hearts and minds of people to make it force for good and force for growth so working very closely with the creative industry has been pretty much i think that the secret of my life so working with agencies but never in an agency
1: oh that's great so as a marketer you're You're basically building the brand of Hispanics in the U.S., or at least giving them a voice, in a way. (laughs) You see,
0: the thing is that when I moved to America seven years ago, that was the first ever time that I heard that I was Hispanic. I lived my entire life as a happy Mexican, and I was like, what is this Hispanic thing? Particularly because I moved from Europe, where I lived for the last 25 years, and I was like, what is this thing? Like now you're like, I'm, I'm a Hispanic and there's also Latino. What is this Latinx thing? And so I started actually digging into it. Well, while, while I was working on the launch of a big, big brand, which is called now the Sustainable Development Goals, which is a master plan for the future of the people on the planet that comp- poses and, and embraces everyone that wants to do good and everyone that wants to, whether you're working on climate or gender, there's a piece of you in that plan. While I was working on that, I started learning that that Hispanics, you know, like uh, like about this new community that I was going to belong to. And when I started looking at the data, I was like, holy cow. For the first time in my professional life, I'm going to be the majority. You know, like living in, uh, in in Switzerland, in Germany, I was always a minority. I was always, you know, like entering a room and seeing the eyes of my counterparts there, like growing an imaginary pineapple on my head and looking at me like exotic. And I was like, oh my God, in America, now I'm going to be part of the majority, and the majority that is bringing actually the growth, uh, the majority that is 12% of the GDP, $1.9 trillion in in, in purchasing power. There's no way i thought that any industry any company can hire or sell or thrive without latinos there's no way a politician can win without this community so i honestly francisco went out in the street in the first years that i was here thinking like oh my god i'm gonna roll out like there's gonna be a red carpet rolling out every time that a latino crosses so that you know people say like thank you thank you for that 12 percent of my paycheck every month thank you for everything you're doing didn't feel that way so as a marketer and as marketers and as, as as creative industry you know that what we really do well is highlight the attributes of whatever we're trying to sell or put to the public and showcase it so that we can achieve the goals that we have in and and i would like whomever is doing the marketing for latinos is doing everything possible to hide our attributes hide our data hide our hide our values hard-working aspirational optimistic you know like hmm. a, hispanic values our american values and Hispanic progress is American progress but that story was not told when I arrived here I started looking at the newspapers and all I saw was criminality, pizza deliverers waiters, you know like these associations that were absolutely different to what the data was saying and I'm a fixer. And I started thinking like, well, I think that we have to do something to really rebrand Latinos so that we can at least start seeing for what we are, let alone highlight our attributes, just like being rightly, you know, like rightly presented. And I think that the most important piece for me to show, share with you is that to my shock, the the misperception started with us ourselves. We have a distorted mirror yeah. of ourselves. We don't know how powerful we are. We don't know how big we are. So we see ourselves as weak and small. And uh, no wonder we don't vote. No wonder we don't support each other. No wonder we're in scarcity mentality because we just haven't seen the grandiosity of our community because we live in bubbles. So I think that that's what inspired me to start looking at a marketing problem by digging deep into the, I think that one of the core issues that is fragmentation and then looking at it as a, as a solution for a marketing, you know, like for a rethinking and a rebranding of our community. So I think that we're very close. I, I feel it every day. I feel that we've never been so strong. We've never been so ready. We just needed a, a framework and a couple of solutions and bringing every one of us that is so echao palante with our numbers so that brands can come long because this is a win-win for everybody. And and I, I, I feel it. I feel it in my fingers and I feel it in my toes.
1: Yeah, I love saying, you know, we deserve it. We are here. We're present. Look at the numbers. But I think the mindset and educating ourselves as Hispanics into adding value in everything we do, like like the numbers are there and we're adding value. But First, we need to recognize, but the other is we keep. We need to have that mindset on how we can add even more value. So, kind of like what you're doing in your own world, you're adding value and 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 you're changing perceptions on 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 a on a group of people on, on us, right? On Hispanics and Latinos and even minorities, women in in a very positive way, and that that adds value. We are all human uh, and Hispanic star the Hispanic Star. What is the difference between both of those and the thinking?
0: World Human is a small organization that I I created and lead five years ago. Hispanic Star is a brand, a symbol to unify all Latinos, a framework of action so that we can all have a master plan of advancing Latinos. It's a a plan for the progress of the Latino community. It belongs to everybody and it's usable for everyone. It's a symbol, again, as I said, to unify us all, but it's also a repositioning element so that think of the rainbow for the LGBTQ. Before that, before that, there was a bunch of movement on the L, on the B, on the T, but they were not as strong because they were not together. And I think that us we have a lot of we have a lot of diversity and we're not a monolithic group. So understanding that twenty six countries of origin? How do you actually make them one different agendas? How do you actually create a framework of action that unifies our objectives and, 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 and create a shared agenda, a unification agenda where we agree on one or two things? How do we move perception and representation? That's big enough. Let's actually agree on that so that we can have the goal of having Hispanics being seen, heard and valued. So We Are All Human is the small organization that fuels a bigger framework, the way that the United Nations fuels the Sustainable Development Goals, but is made by others. It's a collective, an aggregator. Um, I think that Hispanic Star is a brand, and it's a brand that ideally can represent Latino empowerment, unity, and and pride. And I hope that in the future, everyone can uh, see that as as such, as, as the rainbow for the LGBTQ to represent us all, whether you're Mexican, Colombian, Venezuelan, whether you're first, second, generation, whether you're rich, poor, we can all feed into, you know, we can all feel that America is made of stars and Hispanics are one of them. And by embracing and advancing a single symbol, we can also provide the tools that everybody needs to make the change. Because what is clear to me, Francisco, is that everybody wants to do the right thing. It's about how do we do it. So by providing that simplicity of having a framework, you can show leg if you're a company to say, like, I'm a Hispanic-friendly organization. I have signed the Hispanic promise within the Hispanic Star. If you are looking at Hispanic Heritage Month and you have a way to... Celebrate Latinos in a unified way, then we can probably break through the noise together. So I hope that this is a solution, a marketplace, and a symbol to unify us all. It belongs to everybody and not to a single organization. World Human is just fueling it.
1: And I know, I know you do tours across the U.S. I know Procter and Gamble, Mark Pritchard have been big adopters of this. When it comes to agencies, what? What are we doing? What could we do more? How can we help? Like when you start, like a, a lot, of, a lot about this podcast is trying to rethink as agencies, how can we reinvent ourselves and be more useful to the world, right? And the brands we represent and consumers. Yeah. In this case, what are we missing?
0: <laughs> Look, I'd just like to put it on, on, an, like the Hispanic star is a a collective, a framework of action and a brand that represents us all, a brand that represents Latino unity and pride. But it has an ecosystem that is massive. We have more than 300 companies that are part of this ecosystem that want to advance Latinos as consumers, as the community and as employees and suppliers. We have the most important Hispanic organizations, so the Hispanic Star Alliance, 100, representing more than 10 million Latinos. We have 30 Hispanic star chapters all across the country, all of them mobilizing that agenda of educating each other, advancing each other, supporting each other, and mobilizing corporate America. And that if you want if we want that 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 framework is led by companies in a very big big degree this is the first time in my life francisco where agencies are behind companies agencies have been normally the visionaries that bring their clients forward to things that they need to understand in the case of sustainability for me it was clear i needed to bring the four towards you know like the four big agencies or holdings into understanding sustainability where he was here to stay so that they can bring their clients forward and therefore the consumers forward this is a first time that I see that agencies are lacking behind, are like, we're not really forefront and there's a massive opportunity, but there's also a massive need. A massive opportunity when it comes to market opportunity. Imagine Hispanic Heritage Month can really be as big as Pride meets Halloween, and there's you know like there's a lot of market opportunity there. There's a big need because you need talent. You all, we all need talent, and you're going to increasingly start feeling the pressure of your clients that are going to say like, tell me about your diversity and the suppliers that you have and how are you doing this and tell me about your you know like your insights. Exactly. They will have even more pressure. So it's time for agencies to really you know, like tighten up, think that, let, let, let the, leave the cynicism aside because I know that a lot of you have been there done that and you're like yeah the sleeping giant is never going to wake well it's awakening it's coming back and so it's time to actually just like make sure that you sharpen your pencils that we unify that you believe in a framework that can help you move forward and that you know like you push your clients forward the way that your clients are going to be like the visionary clients are going to be pushing you forward so that we can all make a promise to Latinos so that we can all advance the agenda of progress for Hispanics.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I love it. I think that's that's part of what the conversation we're trying to have is like we do. I do think personally that clients are sometimes ahead of agencies nowadays, which did not used to happen also in the, in, in the creative field, in the, in the innovation field. And and a lot of it, I think, has to do because we we try to guess what clients want versus what clients need. And, and, and clients need it to be very much reflected on what society is asking for or, or it's needing. And, and today it's happening. As you, We need to take advantage and, em, and empower consumers and, and make those connections. Well, I, I think it's, it, it's great that you're not also talking to clients, but also talking to agencies and activating Hispanic Star. I'm certainly wanting to explore more on how that pertains and make that connection within the agency.
0: Well about- I can I can talk I can talk a little bit about what you know gives me a lot of hope which is again you know pinch of salt here I'm new to this I'm new to all of this you know like a world in a way after living in a in, in a in, in a in an environment that was more more multilateral and global. But I've learned, you know, like in the last five years so much about so much about the Latino community and the mobilizations. And then COVID happened. And Hispanic Star was merely gonna be launched in March twenty six at the White Sox Stadium. You know, like the Hispanic Star is a symbol, a brand that was created by a Hispanic leader, Pepe Aguilar, on their gray wing, understanding that Hispanics are one hundred percent Hispanics but also one hundred percent American. And so Putting the two of two, the, the the star from the American flag, the enye from Espanol or Portug- Portuguese, you put it together, and that's us, right? Like one hundred percent, one hundred percent, two hundred percent of a person, sometimes three hundred percent of a person. But then COVID happened, didn't allow us to launch the Hispanic Star brand, but actually allowed us to really put it in action. And it was Circulo Creativo and the creative agencies that created a campaign called Estamos Unidos in a way that really put forward, it was an agenda setter, understanding that putting in the agenda that Hispanics were disproportionately affected by COVID and we needed to actually reach our community. There was Love a misperception that. that, you know, like that there was a lot of aid going through places, but the traditional places do not reach us. The great, you know, like food distribution places, they have their warehouses in Alabama in New Orleans. That's great. But our people are in Miami, in Chicago, in Dallas. And, you know, like they're not in Park Avenue, they're in Queens. So these uh, this creative group got together, put this incredible campaign. We were able, through that, to mobilize more than 20 companies to donate more than $14 million. And through that, mobilize more than 5,000 volunteers that within weeks were able to reach, were, like performing... What the United Nations is not able to perform in in years of preparation, performing the last mile, performing that bridge between between the goods and the community and getting at the at the local level, reaching more than one point five million Latinos that otherwise probably would have not been reached. That's the power of the creative industry. When we get together and we do something for the community that is collective. So it gives me a lot of hope.
1: Love it. And I love Pepe. I was telling you before we started that I, I worked with Pepe in Mexico and Walter Thompson and he was amazing. He was a good mentor when I was starting my career. No, no, I, I agree. When, when you, when you get and you rally around a concept and something that really motivates and it's the creative firepower that agencies can bring is tremendous and it really changes mindsets. So talking about diversity, inclusion and equity, the thinking of you can be diverse, which Actually, might not make you inclusive, and then you can be inclusive, but doesn't actually make equity happen. But the three of them happen. What are your thoughts there? Like as you're trying to achieve that diversity, inclusion, and equity, or diversity, equity, and inclusion, what's missing? I know we're headed in the right direction, but with your movement, I think you're you're triggering action.
0: So I. I think that we're like the two tracks have to work parallel. I was, I, I honestly learned a lot through, through, thanks to you guys through the agencies. When I started, you know, like coming with the flag of diversity and inclusion, I quickly learned that it's also about investing the marketing dollars that have to be parallel so that we can really not only advance internally, but also externally. And that the visibility of the community and the perception of the community, you know, the perception and the representation in both ways is important. So for i think that for for me what i what i see a lot what i see a lot is an opportunity for i see an opportunity to to go in the two tracks right like to go into the two tracks diversity and inclusion is here to stay let me put it that clear for the next 20 years no one will not talk about this as a, one of the core pillars. The way that sustainability and purpose and impact was 20 years ago, if you're not green by now, you're probably out of business. The same way will happen with diversity and inclusion. And that, that will be even more present because the younger generations are even more acute to that. I think that agencies have an incredible, an incredible role to play. One, to be woke yourself, to challenge yourself. And then the second thing is to batch everything every brief everything that you get through that lens and in, and impose it and advance it with your clients on the on the two ends what are you doing internally and what are you doing externally how are you going to how are you going to increase the representation of yourself and their suppliers and everything that you have but also how do you actually put a lens on it one of the i think that the most important Important changes that I saw globally was when I, you know, like when we started looking at the Cannes advertisement festival as a pure platform to move the needle for the sustainable development goals, bringing the secretary general of the United Nations and bringing all the heads of agencies of all the big agencies to say, like, we, we need common ground and we're going to batch everything we do through the lens of sustainability and advancing this. I think we can do the same as a fact. I'm going to the Cannes advertisement festival to have the opportunity to have the first ever, in 50 years, the first ever Hispanic panel on main stage where ideally we're going to see more and more of the understanding of the data, understanding that there's no way that you can grow without this community this market where you know like where there's a uh, where there's absolutely a, a coming out of their latinidad with more and more people like my preacher saying like my real name is nikki gonzalez i just didn't want to say it from procter and gamble and then now championing latinos you're going to see more and more the filip karkovskis of the world of IPGs coming and saying like i'm latino i just never said it but i'm really really to to champion it and and seeing this movement of batching everything that we're doing through the lens of diversity and inclusion, bringing the investment to the agencies, but also to the community. And, 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 And let a little bit of your, I've been in this market for 20 years, multiculturalism has never been understood. Take that at the side and believe that the times have changed. And this is a new time because the time is truly now. So I do think that we have a huge opportunity. I hope that the tools that Hispanic Star is bringing to the table by bringing not only a brand, but tools, toolkits that can motivate companies can be a great tool for growth for his for agencies, particularly if you're trying to sell Hispanic, understanding that people need to deliver on that and that consumers are every time going to be like checking out where do I work? Who do I consume from? Are they nice to my people or not? Looking looking at that with an opportunity, but also with a with a more organized framework of a, a more organized and systematic a way of approaching it, which is I hope that what Hispanic Star can be bringing.
1: Yeah, that's great. I mean, and and what you're saying, like, you know, some of us that've been here for for many years, having somebody like you coming in with a fresh perspective and not only that, a plan. It's, it's, it's really inspiring. I remember hearing you talk when, when HMC was, CMC was here in Dallas and I, that, I think that's the first memory I have of you and I was like really, really felt motivated and, and inspired by, by what you were saying. So thank you for building these campaigns. I think at the end of the day, you are a campaign in and of itself, what you're doing, <laughs> everything that, that you're doing with the movement. I think the idea of building also reputation campaign for Hispanics and what they're doing and empowering them, I think it's bringing a lot of value. Este, Claudia, I don't know, and I know you have a, we have a hard stop, but if there's anything else you want to ask, I'm going to it up. I do.
0: I do. Look, I fully, I fully, and I put my hand on the fire for that. I fully see the opportunity. Let us be clear that we can, we can, if we focus, we can change the the, the perception of the community, we can make sure that the country rethinks and reimagines Latinos because what has been happening is that there is a cover of our, there's a, there's a reverse marketing problem that we can fix. We don't have a problem. Latinos are wonderful. We're beautiful. We just have a distorted mirror that we can fix. And it is on us to make sure that we understand our role as a transition generation that we have to endure. The, the, the big work is done. You know, like our parents, our ancestors, they did it. Our leaders, they did it. They did the bloody hands with two or three jobs, you know, like coming so that we can be the first generation of college. We can be the first generation of you know, like Latinos that can ever dream of making a million dollars. So our job is to finish the job. And that means that we have to endure some bruises. Let's endure it. You have to endure some people saying like, oh, you again with this Latino thing. We have to endure it so that your daughter and mine do not have to ever see that this change happens so that we can finish the job, so that we can see a generation transform from invisible to visible, negative to positive and takers to makers. Everybody has their superpowers. Mine is to create plans and to convene people. So I hope that the creative industry follows, follows the trend of Latinidad, follows the data of our progress and that we are changing the perception of our community one brief at a time, one client at a time, one more bruise at a time. If we have to take it, we will have to do it take the opportunities like Hispanic Heritage Month to really, really sing from the same song sheet and sing from the same song sheet together because it is that togetherness. It is that unity Francisco that I think will help us actually to finish the job. So move from the scarcity mentality to to abundance mentality. Let's join forces in one or two moments in the year, but let's actually join forces all together on making sure that every Hispanic can be seen and heard and valued. And I do think that this, this is our time and that we can do it.
1: I love it, from takers to makers. And I know Lerma is is, is collaborating with you guys and super open, excited. To get that ball rolling, I know time is moving fast, so we need to move fast. But we we are excited. We we love what you're doing. We think that's part of what the reinvention and reimagining the uh, the the agencies, ad agencies' role in the world and in this country is. So I think, and I think there's there's also money to be made. It's not just absolutely. It's
0: a huge market opportunity. And again, he's going to hear that's one, a big one. Uh, an absolute big one. So I know that it's not only one month of the year. I know, just give me a break. Give me a chance. Let's actually focus on Hispanic Heritage Month. We put all our money and our time into the basket of creating a toolkit so that more and more people can navigate it with confidence so that us agencies can go to your clients and say like, look, let's do, use this data. Let's use the messaging framework. Let's use assets that can move the needle forward because I do absolutely believe that if we can break through if we can break through, it is if we actually join forces and we will actually make it big for the community, but big for ourselves. Force for good, force for growth.
1: For those who are listening and want to like they, they're like, I want to take action now. I want to get in touch. What's the best way to get in touch with
0: you? Hispanicstar.org has pretty much everything that, you know, like everything that I've been saying. Hispanicstar.org slash toolkit brings you to the the toolkit of the unifying messaging framework, the data set, and uh, and the communication assets so that, you know, like if you want to start taking action, I, I re- really recommend that you start planning Hispanic Heritage Month. We are a couple of months forward. If you're in the Cannes advertisement festival, we're going to have a massive presence there. We're inviting every Latino to join, you know, like a session, join a session where we can all say like, yeah, this is our narrative. Let's go and conquer and represent our community together. The way that we've been opening doors for other places like the World Economic Forum so that we can really put our agenda where it is, where the decision makers are. In the case of the Cannes Advertisement Festival, where the brands and the marketers are. So let's join forces in the place, you know, like to, to actually conquer those spaces. So Hispanistar.org and my name is Claudia Romo Edelman and I am in every social media platform. I'm very active there as well.
1: You're pretty easy to find, for sure. I, I get, like, I'm like. i super grateful you took the time. I think this no, is great. Course. I appreciate it. This has been loud and clear. Thank you, Claudia, so much for this amazing conversation on a Friday. Very inspiring. The summer is getting started, so let's Ooh. get to work, get things going.
0: Yes. <laughs> Un abrazo, muchas gracias. Together we shine. Thank you. Gracias,
1: Claudia. Bye, abrazo.
0: gracias, chao.